0: Hi and welcome back to Bubbles. I'm your host Lacey. Today is episode two of my series about the criminal justice world. Joining me later is John who was sentenced to prison for 20 years for a crime he didn't commit. The names are changed. Welcome back to Bubbles. This is Lacey, your host and I'm here with John. We're going to talk about a little bit about life in prison. Welcome John.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. How are you this morning? I'm
1: pretty good. That's how good. Are you?
0: I'm I'm well. I'm, I'm still a bit tired, <laughs> but we're gonna make it through this. So um, what about now? So i I do know that you've been to prison, correct? Yes, ma'am. And can you tell me um, a little bit about why you went to prison?
1: Well, uh. Prison for for murder. Oh goodness! Went to prison and went to prison for something I didn't do. But I was convicted of it and went to prison.
0: Well, that's no, that's not. So, how do they convict you for something that you didn't do? What was that day of sentencing feel like?
1: It's a long story, I don't know if have time, but I uh, went to a party one night, uh, there was an individual there, he was out outside, it was back in January. it was very cold, he left out there and frozen it. Um, I was eight years old, uh, so me and a couple friends... We actually moved the body. We were scared, young, and dumb. And the prosecuting attorneys said that he was alive when, so it made us responsible for him. Uh, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty
0: simple. Oh my goodness! Uh, you were eight.
1: Huh?
0: You were eight years old.
1: 18.
0: Oh, 18. Oh, goodness. I thought you said eight.
1: Uh, yeah, well, we moved, uh, we moved the body of the prosecutor's attorney, um, but I guess to have a case, he said that the guy was alive when, after we moved him. We were responsible for him. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a bad. It was a very, very bad. And uh, we got found guilty. But what was that day like so much more the case, but it would take probably hours to tell you.
0: What was that day like in court when you got sentenced? What did you get
1: sentenced? Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: What did you get sentenced?
1: What did I get sentenced for?
0: Yeah, for how long?
1: Oh, uh,
0: twenty years. Twenty years.
1: Yes, and I did 18 and years, 20 years
0: since. So how was that day in court when you found out how long you were going to be sentenced? How long you were going to go to prison for?
1: You mean like how did I feel?
0: Yeah, how did you feel? Um, the emotions? Did you cry?
1: Well, I mean, oh yeah, sure it is. I
0: did. Mean, <laughs> I would have cried. When I first went into court, pretty confident that I was going to be
1: found innocent. Even my lawyer, he thought so. But most of the people that was involved in the case thought so. And uh, but when I had a guilty verdict, oh, it was it was devastating. And I mean, I cried emotionally. It was, it was hard. My whole family. I
0: can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, especially going to prison for something too.
0: Yeah. Did anybody else go to prison with you, or is it just you?
1: No, I had two codes. They both went. Oh my goodness. One, uh, one got the same time I did, and the other one got ten years.
0: Do you still keep in contact with him? Them?
1: No. No, no I don't contact. <laughs> hmm.
0: So, was this your first time to go to prison or to jail?
1: Yeah, that was the first time I've never been in trouble in my life, and you know, I was 18, and my first experience.
0: So, what was the first night in jail like? You know, when they're bringing you in to population? What was that like? Uh-huh. Oh.
1: before the charges brought up, uh, uh, you're talking about that after I got sentenced.
0: Yeah, after you got sentenced, your first night in prison.
1: Well, I mean, uh, I mean, it was the same thing. It was just didn't sleep much. Thought about you know what want to be like. Talking to my family. Uh, I to hear them cry. I mean, it, it was really emotional. What was I wasn't it? really scared.
0: You weren't scared?
1: No, I wasn't scared. It was just, uh, it was jail. and It was the local jail. There were people in there. It's not like it is now. They have to bills that they have like a thousand people in comparison
0: to just mean or so. So um you know in the movies they portray jail like or prison like this really you know rough t- tough guy persona. Um were there gangs in prison?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah majority majority of the prisons were uh that I was at had game. Most of the population were in the game. I never had, I was never in
0: Were you expected to be in one?
1: Uh well I had to try to recruit me. And uh I just not me, I'm a stand up type person. So yeah everybody wants you to be in the game.
0: So would you say the movies portray it kind of accurately? About the gangs?
1: Uh, uh, Which movie are you talking about?
0: Oh, any of the movies that have gangs in um Can't think of one off the top. Oh, gangs
1: are, yeah. They stand together. I mean, you've had, of course, Bloods, Crips, Mr. Disciples, you've your Aryan Nation. Um, A lot more than that, so I don't know a lot about it. Uh, definitely have.
0: Do they have um do prisons have bullies?
1: Well yeah.
0: I mean besides like the gang members and stuff, but are there like you know, just bullies and were you ever uh, bullied?
1: Uh well at first I uh, they tr- someone tried me what they do one of the typical things that they do in prison is they when you come in, they know you're alone. You don't have any friends. So they, 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 it's called trying you. And for me, I didn't back down. So my first encounter, I thought, I what the dude that and kind of had a reputation. For comparison, but a but the people they look for weak people. Um, like uh, coming in and you. They, they bullied. A lot of people were made into, uh, you know what a boy is? I do not. Okay, in prison, they have, they have a term, you have to tell them, and a boy, and the homosexual, homosexual, but people that come in that a week.
0: Okay. Yeah, the boys consider it female. Okay. And so they tried to bully you into that?
1: Well, I never had anybody try but a lot of people did. And a lot of people, got people, um, there was a lot of people getting raped and stuff like that.
0: And the prison guards? The prison guards didn't do
1: anything about it? Well, I mean, it's not done like, from the prison guards, <laughs> but they will, if they, they will if, uh, if they catch them, yeah. I mean, you, they don't just let you do it, you know. It happen either, like in an area where there's no cameras and uh, it can happen like in a cell, you have like your own little living area. But
0: it still happens. It happens, okay? It's interesting. So um what kind of food did they have besides you know just your regular commissary? Did um was the food pretty good?
1: Uh, no. Occasionally you would get something. Good. It'd be like maybe a donation from they like hearty chicken nuggets or something. They'll don't it on to the truth because we are getting ready to go out of date. Well, that's so You get a little bit then, but usually they have what's called the inmates call it meatball. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of a uh, it's like I think chicken, but it's all the parts you and I wouldn't eat. <laughs> it wrapped in the, the, the
0: it's wrapped in what so, uh, it's wrapped in what
1: I said it it's ground up in it in a paste oh in a paste
0: no.
1: and it's called meat rock so beef I mean you'll have all your typical meat, like spaghetti uh, but you'll have that type of eating you won't have beef
0: that's um, kind of gross.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I never paid it.
0: kind of gross. So did, you did have regular commissary, correct, that you could purchase off of? the
1: Yeah, uh, if you had the money do it. A lot of people don't have the money to do it. So they're forced to eat. They're forced to eat the things that you and I wouldn't eat. So, but I, I was I actually was blessed. I had money. I had a family. They didn't make money to buy commentaries
0: like that. That's good. So speaking of your family, um, how did, do they treat you differently now that you are not in prison? Or that you you did go to Uh, prison? My family doesn't. No?
1: Oh, you you mean do they treat me like uh, like I'm a black team, if you will? Yes. You know what you're talking about? Yes. No, they treat me no different than. Before I went, they're still family. But you do have people that don't know me. Like they treat you differently when they, when they find out.
0: How do they treat you differently?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just don't want don't to get to know you. Uh, but usually the people who get to know me, they don't care actually if they get to know me first. Right. 'Cause a lot of people I guess are afraid of the fact that I was convicted of murder.
0: Well they don't know the story yet. They should they should wait till they hear the story. Well they don't. People don't I
1: know. But that's not everybody.
0: Right. But there's a lot more like when I first cut
1: out. It took me six months to get a job. It was
0: about and that's because they didn't want to know your story? Or that's just because you had president where would on you,
1: your application? Well, when you apply on application, they ask you to get the film. Yes. Uh, and of course, I'm going to on application. And they ask me, so what was it? And I understand what it is, and it's never in the background. So they never got to talk to us. Most things are done online. You never those types of letters, never.
0: So you do have a job now, correct? Yeah. And you like your job?
1: Oh, I love
0: my job. That's good. And they know about your prison record?
1: Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I actually work at a prison.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And you don't see it. You don't see that as like a flashback of when you were in? Well,
1: when I first got out. At- the um, that she asked me if i wanted
0: Thing, that I did. think
1: the biggest thing about my job was uh, they had one called reentry. And I went through the reentry process to help you um, get used to going back into society. And a lot of the things.
0: A, that's a class that you took inside prison?
1: They also offer um, classes. You have to take them in basically to help you get back in. Um, works for some people, and some people it doesn't.
0: Did you take any other classes while you were in there? Like, uh, did you get your high school diploma or any other certificates?
1: Uh, I graduated.
0: Oh, you did? Well, do they
1: offer
0: I, I, college classes?
1: Well they they did to some people. Uh I tried to get it. I did a little bit of the college. Uh, and they offer they offer free. And, they about here. and uh, I didn't meet that. I to actually get most these degrees. They have teachers that come in from the local colleges. Uh, but since then I have I worked for environmental service Good. But I got that after. So, um, did they have um,
0: religion inside?
1: Yes, they you practice. If you like,
0: did they have all yeah, the religions? Do they offer all of the religions to pray, or is it was it just Christianity?
1: No, it's everything. It's, if you if you have a religion that they don't. You can find somebody They have to let. Interesting. They I, can't
0: didn't, deny I didn't know that. Yeah. So walk yeah, me. Th- so walk me through a, a typical day that you had there. Like what would you do when you woke up in, in the mornings?
1: Well, they had uh, they had counts. Um, they come in and counts you to make sure everybody's there. And that's usually at 6 in the morning. But from there, they start. They eat you breakfast. Uh, you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But for me, I would go eat breakfast, come back. Um, I'd usually go outside, work out, come back in. And there's not a lot to do, but I, I started drawing. Yeah? Painting, stuff like that.
0: What kind of things did you draw? What kind of things did you draw?
1: Uh, every, anything I can draw anything, just but a lot of the things that you was like a uh, tattoo pattern, portrait. A lot of people want their family to prove. Okay. That's,
0: that's the but, So, what was the rest of your day like?
1: Go through the motions every day. That's pretty much the same thing every day.
0: So when you so when you were in prison, what was the thing that you missed most from the outside world? Well, of course, my family. Was number yes. one, family's number uh,
1: one. People take for granted all the simple things in life. Um, for me walk out my front door anytime I want, uh, things like smelling perfume on a seat, because females, they're not allowed to wear perfume, uh, standing under a tree, being able to walk out at night, look at the stars. There's so many things that you You miss
0: the little things.
1: Well at that there was, I mean walking in a grocery store. Um, try to explain like when you have you can't just say you have a source You wake up one morning with a source throat, you have to put in either the automatic and sometimes that takes three or four days. Well by then you're is sort of gone. Uh, you can't just go to the store Small things like
0: that. Yeah, I don't I don't look forward to going to the grocery store. It's not my favorite thing to do.
1: <laughs> well you should do that. I'm
0: gonna, gonna think gonna of
1: Walmart. you
0: I'm gonna think of you next time I go and I'm gonna feel the freedom okay. of going inside. They do have that. I don't, I don't think I like people handling my produce, though, so I, I, I have to go inside and do that. <laughs> I'm a little picky on that. Well,
1: I don't like me. I do. I go in myself.
0: So let's um, fast forward to the day that you, were, you found out that you were going to get released. What emotions were you going through that day?
1: Well, of course, I was excited. But <laughs> yes, of I was nervous. course. Nervous. Uh, I was very nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I, I remember, like, because I had to go uh, to a hotel. I had to. I didn't have anywhere to go. It was all my family's from another state. So I went to a hotel, and I just remember walking outside for the first time. Uh, wanting something to eat. Uh, I didn't have any money. I had money, but it was on a card, and I had to go find a bank uh, to get some money off the card. After I did that, I went and I ate a cheeseburger and fries.
0: Cheeseburger fries. From
1: where? But, uh, the emotions. I mean, I guess there's so many. Excitement. You know, I was happy. Like I said, nervous, scared. I felt like everybody was looking at me.
0: Did you feel like Uh, they knew? knew. Yeah, but most of them, they they didn't. They didn't know, but it was me. Right.
1: And I just didn't want to be judged. Yes. But since I've been out, really, I don't get... But at first, I thought so. I was like... I was afraid everybody was going to be like, oh, you're in prison you but I have tattoos and stuff like that.
0: This episode is sponsored by the Fair Chance Pledge. The information provided comes from the office of the press secretary. The pledge represents a call to action for all members of the private sector to improve their communities by eliminating barriers for those with a criminal record and creating a pathway for a second chance. Right now, there are approximately 2.2 million Americans behind bars. Each year, more than 600,000 inmates are released from federal and state prisons, and another 11.4 million individuals cycle through local jails. Around 70 million Americans have some sort of criminal record, almost one in three Americans of working age. Too often, that record disqualifies individuals from being a full participant in their communities, even if they've already paid their debt to society. As a result, millions of Americans have difficulty finding employment. Companies signing the pledge today include American Airlines, the Coca-Cola Company, Facebook, Georgia Pacific, Google, the Hershey Company, the John Hopkins Hospital and Health System, PepsiCo, Prudential, Starbucks, Uber, Under Armour, and Xerox, just to name a few. If you or anyone you know is having difficulty finding a job, because of having a record, look at the list of companies that I have that have signed this pledge. The web address is in the description of this episode. All right. So moving on. Um, Did you go to a half, halfway house when you got out, or were you just, did you have to go on parole? Do you have a parole officer? Well,
1: I was a parole back had a year of probation. Okay.
0: Um, so, you didn't go to a halfway I house?
1: Work. No, no I, I, I went to a hotel. And I stayed there until I found a place to live. And eventually, I bought my own house.
0: Oh, yeah? So, you didn't go back to your parents' house or to your family's house?
1: Uh uh, no, they, they lived. In another state, and I didn't want to go back to that area because there's no job. Very poor here,
0: All right.
1: Yeah, so I wanted to be somewhere to work.
0: So you said that you were on probation for a year, and I take it you're off of probation now. You're a free man, free and clear.
1: Yeah, I've been on probation.
0: Yeah, yeah that's about exciting. Five years. That's good. So, when you did get out and you started getting used to the world, what was the biggest change you noticed from t- being in prison for 20 years, you know, from the time you went inside and the time you got out, what was the biggest change you saw in the in the world?
1: Well, just for this area, because I, I got, got in trouble where I live now. Uh, so, coming back to this area, there's so many changes, I mean, businesses that were shut down. Like they didn't have a Walmart, but they do now. All these restaurants it's just really, really got big. Where it was a little bitty small town it's getting pretty big now, so Yeah. Those are the big changes.
0: So what do you think about the technology that's around now? Like this podcast Uh, and social media.
1: Okay. Well you should have seen me trying to Message my first, <laughs> my first day. Oh my lord! <laughs> it would take me. I had people, you know, they they were texting me, and I'm trying to text them back. They're sending me like ten texts for every one that I can see. But like everything, you get used to, it, you get better. But social media, I mean, it's amazing. You didn't have that it's when it got up. I haven't. I remember the first, I guess, cell phone was the brief. You remember that?
0: Was the what kind of phone?
1: It was a briefcase zip phone, and you plug it into your. Car.
0: Oh, that was a long time ago. Yes, that was like the first cell yeah, phone.
1: They, yeah, they didn't have any cell phones like what we have now. Back then, just back in the night, I think things they were just starting to come about. Uh, I never had one. I never. Seen.
0: Well, um, you have one now, yes. I,
1: yeah, yeah uh, my brother he got an iPhone, and that's what I've had ever since.
0: Yes, us iPhone people have to stay together. Yeah. So, what was the hardest thing to adjust to the world, the outside world, once you got out? I feel like I done
1: it pretty well. Yeah. But my biggest thing my biggest thing was just the longest time that everybody everybody was looking. it's like that like I, I have tattoos. A lot of people I felt like they were saying, you know, like oh, you're you was in prison. You'd see people talking. I was kinda of paranoid Do you uh,
0: think people still talk about you like that?
1: No, I mean, I think it was just me.
0: Just that time?
1: I mean, but everybody has tattoos, today, so it's not, it's not death. My sister, she said, she said, it's not, they're looking because they think you're in prison. She said, they're looking at you because you're a good man. I <laughs> like being and I'm not like for both things, but just being in prison I worked out so I was in really good shape. And coming out here and the men, You know, they have the beer gut.
0: Yes. There are many so, a beer guts.
1: Yes. And for me I wasn't like that. And that's what my sister was telling.
0: Me. So. Yeah, there's lots of people with tattoos. I live in Dallas, Texas, and um, there's the people are covered like from head to toe.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of tattoos. <laughs> I have my left leg and my right arm, and my left, leg, my left arm done completely. Um, I know a guy I'm who
0: cute. I know a guy who got his um, his butt cheeks tattooed. It was two women looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he sat down for a while but I had to have hurt
1: I had some of the strangest requests because I used to do tattoos in prison and mm-hmm. a lot, lot of them I wouldn't do because they wanted tattoos, but I had some of the strangest requests for- hey I'm down but uh, okay. one of the funniest ones this guy asked me he said he wanted tattoo of Elmer Albert, and Buck Bunny, and he wanted the rabbit seed sticking out of his uh, ass up, <laughs> butt on it. butt, big with the gun, you know, like diving in the hole to get away from me.
0: Yeah,
1: I said nah, not the-.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've had some fun.
0: I would have passed on that one, as well.
1: The, some of the ones that you, that I see, a lot of people want to see, pack another tattoo artist uh, messed up, like, spelling, spelling or something.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Um, one of the, I think, i think seen was stuff they had on their knuckles. You're next. Like, R. <laughs>
0: no, E.? Okay. Yeah, well, some people can't spell, and the your, your is something that's typically not spelled correctly. Yeah, a lot. So, yes, so let's uh, move on to the end right here. So, last thing I want to ask you is, how did prison change you as a person?
1: When I went in, I was raised by a good family, uh, with respect and please and thank you, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) But going to prison, there's a reason for a lot of really, really bad people. So, I guess the best way I can explain it is this you're a sheep and you get thrown in with a bunch of wolves. Uh, you either become a wolf or you get destroyed. So you have a choice when you first go in. You have to change. Or being a, a normal person out here you ever survive, it, it do not change. So I was forced to change. I was never a bad person, Uh, I I never let anybody pick on me, I didn't let anybody over me. I don't know if that's a good question,
0: but... Well, that's good. Um, Are you still that same person as when you first went in? Like you said that you had to change into a wolf. Are you still a wolf or did you go back to being who you were before?
1: I mean, you can never, with the mentality that um, you have to have in prison, you can never have that mentality say the truth. Um, like, I bet you say something to me out here. You know, like, say, if you normally that would be for prison. But out here, you just got to learn to walk away. Because if you don't, you end up back in prison that is true. so yeah I mean I'm, I'm, I'm the person that I was in prison though.
0: well John that is all the time we have for today thank you so much for joining me today well that is all the time I have today come back next time to find out who is next to be in my bubble this episode was brought to you by the Fair Chance Pledge I'd like to say thank you to John for sharing his story with us. This is Lacey, your host. Don't pop all your bubbles at once.